At the DVCC, we pride ourselves on having some of the best personal trainers in not only the country, but frankly, in the world. So what exactly does it take to become a trainer for the DVCC? Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Flat Belly Cure podcast. And on this episode, myself and Stephen Gray, with a little cameo from Mark Gray, will attempt to answer that very question. What does it take to become a trainer here at the DVCC. It's another great conversation um, in which Steve gives some insight on um, the other side of uh, the personal training than a lot of you guys might have. Obviously, most of the people listening to this podcast, most of you are clients for the DVCC. Well, this is a great insight on what it's like to actually work for the DVCC and more importantly, what it takes to become a trainer so that we can give you the very best service. Um, before we get to the conversation, I just want to mention um, that we're really grateful for all the feedback we've been getting uh, on this Flat Belly Cure podcast. Some of you may notice that I actually put out on Facebook this week um, asking for questions. If you have questions for topics that you want covered on future episodes of the Flat Belly Cure, um, feel free to chuck questions at us whenever you want. Ask them to the assessors in your gyms, put them on Facebook. And we will do our very best to answer the questions in that podcast. If the question is like uh, the one that came up this week from Natalie Kane, one of our clients in St. Albans, um, quite a big question. We're actually going to dedicate an entire podcast to that question at some stage, although we have attempted to answer it at the end of this podcast as well. Um, As always, if you have enjoyed the podcast, if you do enjoy the podcast, do me a favor and go to your Apple podcast app. Search for the DVCC Flat Belly Cure and hit the subscribe button. That way you're going to get every new episode as soon as it comes out downloaded straight to your phone. And as always, if you do enjoy this episode of the Flat Belly Cure, if you've enjoyed our podcasts uh, before, it would really mean the world to us if you would go to iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast and leave us a really great review. Um, That way it will help us to get this podcast out to as many people um, around the world who might benefit from some of the information we're giving out. Um, Like I say, this week, it's a really great, really insightful conversation. I hope you guys all enjoy it. Um, So as always, without further ado, here is this week's episode of the Flat Belly Cure podcast. So, Steve, we're talking today about quite an interesting topic. We're talking about what it takes to be a DVCC trainer. Yep. In essence. So, what does it take to be a DVCC trainer? Ah, good. It's a good question. Yeah. Right? Well, it's an interesting one because this has definitely changed over the years. Okay. So, obviously, DVCC, as the DVCC has been going, I think, nine years? Whoa. Nine yeah, years, yeah. which makes me older than I look, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But um, it's changed a lot because the industry has changed a lot, actually. Okay. Um, I was thinking about this, Mark and I were talking about it the other day, and our opinions on what makes a great trainer have probably changed, but equally it's changed relative to how the whole fitness industry has changed as well. So is that worth exploring? So when you guys set up the DVCC, you came here from Fitness First, we talked about this in the podcast before, was it just you two doing the training? That's right. Okay. So what's changed from the way that you were training back then? Obviously, your training and your knowledge of training has evolved and will continue to evolve as it should for us all. But what's changed since then? Well, some things have stayed the same. So uh, the standards that we wanted to um, demonstrate 
and for our clients to feel, uh, whether that's in the type of exercise they're doing, the professionalism with which we act, sure. and uh, has probably not changed. Well, it okay. hasn't changed. If anything, it's got more uh, pronounced. Pronounced, yeah. yeah. I don't say OCD, but um, it was something that we found back then really, really stunted our um, ability to actually grow, if you call it growth, sure. or you know have. Um, um, a bigger entity as a DVCC and help more people essentially okay. was because our, our standards are so high relative to training and what we think clients should experience okay. And but back then this is 10 years ago it wasn't that easy to become a trainer actually sure. it was a lot harder to become a trainer than it is today so you're talking about even to train to get the qualifications to get the qualifications okay, necessary uh, and so that meant that people that were becoming trainers were probably fundamentally a little bit better, well, certainly better on the whole than they are today. Okay, fine. Um, and because there were less of them, because it was less easy. Yeah, it was less it. easy, and it was. You uh, really want to do it. Yeah, it was very cutthroat sure. back then. Okay, um, I would say when we were first starting out, and that's how we really were able to succeed because we knew even back then that. Uh, the we compared it to any other industry like if you go to your doctor expect a certain level of professionalism if they're not professional sure. you will you'll say, say something sure. you move you you probably say something you certainly change something whereas in uh, the industry fitness industry um, it's become less and less do you think the dawn of the 24-hour gym of the budget gym has influenced that 100% yeah yes 100% um, so but the ability for qualifications have been downgraded essentially so it okay. took us when we first did our um, personal training qualification this is one of our first you know enormous number of courses one of the many yeah, yeah sure. it took three months full time okay fine you know that's in person in person every day oh, okay wow nine to five study in the evening whereas now you probably get maybe three days in person you can do it in a weekend can, yeah exactly you can really do it in a weekend yeah wow and but to that, pretty much all qualifications are the same. They all have to cover the same thing. Sure. Because qualifications now purely relate to your ability to get personal liability insurance. Sure. Okay. Well, as far as we're concerned anyway. Okay. So I'll come I'll interview a lot of different types of people. And the industry has evolved in so that if you're interviewing um, personal trainers, you tend to be interviewing the same type of people as well. Sure. Okay. And that is young males. Okay. That's just the way the industry is seemingly Evolved. Okay. Now we have some fantastic young male yeah, trainers, absolutely. like fantastic. However, they are very exceptional to the norm. Sure. Very exceptional, and we've been very lucky to find them. But what we found, what we realised very quickly, well, not very quickly actually, probably took us a while. <laughs> certainly, um, over the last couple of years, is that that they're exceptional. The one, the the, the guys. If we're talking young males, and even you know. The ones we have managed to find uh, have been exceptions to the rule, and um, it's it's hard for a certainly nowadays uh, for a twenty three year old guy to be able to empathise and understand and have enough life knowledge to be able to be a great trainer. Sure, like I said, we have some who are exception. So, do you think in the pro- problem with that is because there are so many people going to so many gyms that essentially the way that people are personal training in general out there at the moment is just one shoe fits all, one size fits all. Whereas what we're trying to do is be there for a huge range of different people. I mean, the DBCC, I think, has a more diverse client base than probably most gyms out there, I would have thought. Yes, and I think it has um, 
I think the thing that's also changed over the last 10 years is the knowledge that really everyone needs to exercise in some form. Okay. Yeah. And if you don't, then, you know, you put yourself at, yes, greater risk of illness and things. Your quality of life. Your quality of life is the most important thing. Sure. And, but that having said that, it makes a trainer is much, much better as a trainer when they have empathy. Sure. Right. As a coach, uh, if you can empathize with the person, the people you are training and coaching, you will be a much, much greater coach. And so what we started to find was that it's hard to find people that, that are typical, um, people in the industry sure. that have that same level of empathy and things. And they've done a lot of stuff, which with this lower standard. So, you know, if they've worked in these different types of gyms and stuff, sure. people stand there and they feel comfortable texting their yeah. friend whilst training someone. And this isn't to say that every person no, no, in every no, gym no, no, is no. a terrible, of course not. but there are, I'm looking at, we're talking about, obviously yeah. there's five DPCCs, which means we're looking at the whole. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, we've got some exceptional young men. Yeah. We do shout out to Brett, by the way. And we are, we've got a spectrum here that we're talking about. You guys show up, you start the DPCC. It's just you two. Mm. We're now in a place where we're bringing on something that we call client to training, right? So it's gone through a huge process. So should we talk a little bit about the process? Yeah, so we were, we were thinking, we have, if we do hire, when we do hire, and had hired someone outside of, that's been in the industry doing sure. it, we've had to unteach them or teach uh, them interesting. to unlearn stuff. Sure, yeah. Um, because what they get taught in these qualifications, like I said, is lower standard levels because okay. they've lowered things. It costs much less to become a trainer. Uh, it's much quicker uh, they've made it more accessible. Sure. And they've downgraded the level of those courses across the board. Okay. You know, it, I can't remember how much it cost us to do ours, but, you know, it costs a few hundred pounds now to get the same level sure. on paper qualification, essentially, because it's just to do with the liability insurance. That's true. And so we started to say, okay, who knows our system? The way we do things at the DVCC, we do things very differently. Um, and we try deliberately to do things very differently. Uh, we want to raise the standards overall in the fitness industry to be on a par with anything that anyone experiences in any other industry. And actually on that, it's maybe a slight tangent, but you have taken your approach to training from various different places, haven't you? Both from your own experience, but also I hear the, the name Charles Poliquin get mentioned quite a lot. Is that is that a, a, an inspiration for you? Is that somewhere that you've taken things from? Just a, it's just part of what's formed the overall um, programming, sure. essentially. It's just one side of things and that's been over the 20 plus years that you guys have been training yeah that you've kind of got that experience yeah don't say that yeah yeah, yeah you trained since you were 16 <laughs> yeah that's a long time you're now 52 <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but yeah so we started thinking okay where can we find um people that suit that you know that fit the level of professionalism standards and know our training system sure so that we don't have to spend the whole time unlearning that and have the ability to empathize with uh, the people that we train and understand, you know, when I've not been to the gym for a couple of weeks because my children will, that's okay. That's okay. Sure, it's sure. hard for a 21 year old guy. And like I said, we have some exceptions to the rule mm-hmm. on the whole, that's hard for someone to understand yeah. if you've not actually got that ability to empathize because you don't have enough life experience. Yeah, that's true. And so we started realizing that we have a load of people who, you know, love the, love what the DVCC is. So would love to impart that to other people have plenty of exercise experience uh, because they've been doing it the DVCC way sure. for many years 
and love fitness. And so we've always found anyone can learn if they love what they're doing and want to really help people do it. And I think the thing with what the industry is full of younger um, personal trainers, which then almost makes people expect to see that and expect that to be the best. And I'm like, well, when I was 21, I didn't have that much training experience because I was only 21. I mean, How I much experience can you have at 21? Well, you can't. Really? I mean, some have more than others, but sure. we don't forget, like, I don't want people writing in saying, oh, you can't cast... We're looking at an average yeah, because yeah, that's exactly. what you have Across to look the board, at. You right, can't... Yeah. There's exceptions. We have some exceptions to that rule. Absolutely. Um, but on the whole. And so we started this process and it's been going for over six months. Um, it's It's been a real success with the client trainers overall like a massive success because um, we've had a lot of time to be able to, a lot more time actually to be able to make, um, to help these people become great DC How are we doing coaches. That? How? How are we doing that? Yeah. We do it through structured online learning, physical every week training, sure. uh, shadowing, a lot longer than actually uh, any other new team member. Sure. And it's sure. been going on for six months um, at the moment. Sure. Uh, and most trainers spend a weekend and this then is their next day they're training people yeah so there's been six months of constant like and our standards are OCD high sure okay so the thought process behind it is that you want people to uh, understand the training and understand what it is that the DBCC do so that's why you've gone for certain clients who are going to be coming in is this going to be happening at all the gyms yeah, absolutely. Because it's a way of us improving. So, hey, this is Mark. Yeah, just Mark just jumped, jumped in, by the way, in case you were confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it's a way of us improving what we provide for our clients. Okay. Um, so it's been such a success that, of course, it's 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 rolling out everywhere. Okay. Um, and you know, like Stephen Stephen has underpaid because um, he's been the one that's done the whole the whole process. Sure. Um, there's so many different um, hurdles. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of trainers jump over. Sure. Um, that you know, this the the kind of trainers that start will be our most DVCC qualified sure. trainers ever. Um, because, like you said, that you know, um, I've always when I try to verbalise to people, who would you rather be trained by? The person that loves what they're doing is super passionate about it, super passionate about everything that the DVCC has done for them. Sure with them uh, and helping um, other clients other people experience the same thing someone that's been willing to invest their own money in a service that they are then trained up to provide sure and um, someone did ask me what because it's becoming a you know it's a recognised thing now across all everyone's seeing um, you know people doing this they asked well how would I we've had that yeah, yeah people how would I, um, do it. yeah become sure. one if I wished I said well you have to want to learn and learn a lot because there is a lot to learn to be a great deal. So it's quite extensive. Yeah, yeah it's very true. extensive, very extensive um, and very detailed. Okay. And you have to pass your graduation tests. Okay, so it's not like you can just be chosen oh, and no, you're like, a trainer. I'm, I'm the final kind of stop, essentially. So I, um, I'm, when I say, when I say someone's ready They're to ready. be a I mean, they were ready probably a few months ago, but okay, cool. From but my perspective, because t- we take it very seriously, and this only came around with the I 
literally the principle of wanting to make the experience better sure. for our clients overall because you know um, that's the most important thing yeah and it, I think it's fair to say that we don't that neither of you make a decision that's going to uh, unless it's going to benefit the client no. right? oh, it's, it's, it's it costs more, more it, it takes yeah. longer um, but ultimately it will give you know our mum's a client at one of our sure, yes, that's right. right like if, if something wasn't right we'd Sunday yeah. lunch <laughs> honestly <laughs> Sunday lunch yeah. um, it wouldn't be worth it, it it's it, this is all about improving the service for our clients and making um, people have a better experience get better results Great. Okay, cool. So look, that's what it takes to be a, a DVCC client a trainer. Um, very quickly, we every week we're going to be asking people uh, if they have questions they want to send in. Now, I think we're probably going to address this next week on the podcast. Just to let her know, Natalie Kane from St. Albans asked a question this week ah. on Facebook, which was quite a broad topic. Um, to get that six pack, to get that flat stomach, what is better? What is more necessary, the working out or the nutrition? Now, that's a pretty broad topic. It's essentially why we have the Flat Medicure podcast in the first place. The answer is both. Both. Yeah. There you go, Natalie. Both. <laughs> we'll probably address it in a, yeah, in a yes, yeah, yeah, podcast, but people can pe- please keep sending in questions. It can be really helpful. That's great. Anyway, thanks, guys. Thanks, Thank you. you. Thanks, Henry. So there we are. Pretty cool episode this week. Um, it's always, as I say, I say this every single week, it's always great talking to Mark and Steve um, about anything related to the fitness industry, frankly, um, because they have such a passion for it. Um, and they're so invested in the DVCC, obviously, but in how the DVCC can really help people. And it is kind of fascinating to see how the um, hiring protocol, the training protocol uh, has changed over the last nine years. Um, I hope you guys found it interesting as well. As always, if any of the uh, subjects in this podcast have been of interest to you, or you feel like you want to make some changes in your life, there are three things that I want to mention to you right now. The first is that at the DVCC, we offer a 30-day body transformation trial. So if you're looking to give yourself a kickstart in your health and fitness and really start working towards your goals, whether they be weight loss or body toning, or perhaps you're looking to improve your conditioning, the 30-day body transformation trial would be perfect for you. For more information, simply go to www.thedvcc.com forward slash trials. Um, if the subject of this podcast, for example, sleep or anything to do with um, nutrition, for example, or of interest to you and you're looking to make changes in that area, we offer at the DVCC a 12-week nutrition and accountability program. I think Steve mentioned it a few times during this podcast. Um, it's 12 weeks, one-on-one at the DVCC. It's accountability every week. What we don't do is diet plans. We don't do diets at all. We've found that diets really aren't sustainable. What we do at the DVCC is we build health habits with our clients so that eating well and achieving all of your goals, whatever they might be, is just something that you do without it becoming a negative impact on your your family or your social life. If that sounds of interest to you, then simply go to www.thedvcc.com forward slash nutrition dash accountability for more information. And finally, for anybody listening to this podcast um, over the age of 50, we offer a different version of our body transformation trials. It's called Fit Over 50. 
and it's absolutely perfect for somebody who is looking to get into their fitness with a little more emphasis on coaching and who perhaps is more interested in small group training. We offer a 30-day trial of this Fit Over 50 program and for more information once again go to www.thedvcc.com forward slash trials. So once again, I hope you have all really enjoyed uh, this podcast. We thoroughly enjoyed doing it. We hope you enjoy listening to it. Um, And so from all of us at the DVCC, as always, we hope you all have a great week, have a great weekend, and I'm sure we will catch you all very soon down the road on your fitness journey.